1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Uh Did you know that four hours and 18 minutes down the road from St. Louis in Whiting, Indiana, there is a mascot Hall of Fame. And one of the members of that Hall of Fame is the Philly fanatic. Uh, Brad Thompson of the Fast Lane here mm-hmm. on 101 ESPN, he'll have the call of the Cardinals and Nationals this afternoon on Fox Sports. Uh, or Valley. Valley, uh, sorry about that. I, I caught myself. Bally Midwest. Uh, BT's one of his favorite coworkers is a mascot. He's with us now uh, on Carricker and Smallman. BT, good morning. How are you doing?
0: I am doing all right. Have four hours and 18 minutes away, you say? Like, this is a must-do. I got to get in on this.
2: This is very cool. And some of the people... Some of the mascots, they aren't really people, Mm -hmm. that are in the Mascot Hall of Fame include Mr. Met, the Fanatic, Slider from the Indians, Slugger from the Royals, Benny the Bull, uh, Yuppie from Montreal. It's awesome in Whiting, Indiana.
0: Real quick, I feel like
2: you're missing
0: a very important one, and I'm sure it was just an omission. I mean, Fred Bird has to be in there, correct?
3: Has to be, BT. I mean, who has the range that Fred Bird has? Fred Bird is a painter. Fred Ross. We've seen Fred Bird doing housework while also tending to his mascot duties ironing out there. I don't think any of these mascots have the versatility that Fred Bird brings to the table. He can host a TV show. That's right.
0: No, I host a TV show, me and you, man. We're the only ones that do the speaking parts. He just kind of hangs around. Everybody thinks it's called the Fred Bird Show, but it's not, okay? It's the Brad T- no, it's the Cardinals Kid Show.
2: And we get to see that on Valley Sports Midwest. I, I wanted to nailed have it. you on. Go ahead, BT. No, I
0: just said you nailed it with the Valley Sports that time, Randy. Good Thank call.
2: I'm, I'm proud of myself here. All right, I want to have you tell your story, and it has to be in a cleaned-up fashion, about the fanatic.
0: Well, first of all, I am a huge fan of the Philly fanatic. Uh, he's iconic, and as you mentioned, he's in the Hall of Fame. When I went to the Cooperstown Hall of Fame, he's in there too. Uh, in trapped in a little box, he must be uncomfortable. But <laughs> uh, so we're playing in Philadelphia, and this is uh, it, it. Had to have been oh, maybe oh nine, maybe Jason Mott's rookie year. And so Jason Mott was in the bullpen, and at the time, Major League Baseball has levied rules now that you can't do this anymore. Uh, they don't like the uh, pub- public humiliation aspect of it. But Motter was wearing the pink backpack in Philadelphia on his way out to the bullpen. The pink backpack was full of various snacks and whatever anybody in the bullpen wanted. It went in there, and, and Mott would uh, carry it out. Well, the, the uh, Philly fanatic, He made a a big to-do about the backpack. It was funny. I mean, he's doing it up. He's pointing, doing the fake belly laugh, and it's jumbling all over the place. He's getting all of the fans on the third base side into it, and they're all yelling at, yelling at Jason Mott. But then, and totally out of character here for a mascot in general, the Philly fanatic gets his big face in the face of Jason Mott and says, nice backpack, you blank and blanker. Two words that I, if I said I'd be fired. I'd never work again. Uh, but the Philly mascot got in there a little bit on Jason Mott. And Mott, he looked at all of us. We looked at each other. What, what, what do you do? You, you fight a mascot or, or, or you laugh it off? Jason Mott being the good guy that he is, he laughed it off a little bit. But that is like one of the favorite things. That I've never heard words like that uttered out of the mouth of one of, like, the most beloved mascots ever. Like, I saw that, and then I see a kid in the second row, like, hugging a stuffy of the Philly (laughs) Fanatic. It just felt like two different things. Uh, But the Philly Fanatic is fantastic, but that is one I will never, ever forget, him just getting in there on the pink backpack of Jason Mott.
3: BT, on brand for Phillies fans, I would think, for the mascot. But I want to know if the Philly Fanatic would have persisted, continuing to get in Jason Mott's face or maybe in your face. How far would it have had to go for you to have a rage blackout moment with the Fanatic?
0: I just don't, like, I don't know how... I don't know how you can table that afterwards. Like when you're talking to the, you're going to be, you're going to be fined and you're going to be suspended. Like how can you say, yeah, but the Philly fanatics said this, like you beat up a mascot in front of fans. You can't do that. So I I don't know. I will say this. Like, I I feel like there's only so many buttons you can push, whether you're a, a human being or a mascot. So at some point, there's probably a tipping point. But I don't think the Philly Fanatic wanted to go that far. The Cardinals bullpen was not going to be jumping a Fanatic because that's something that you'd see forever. Like, that would be up there in mascot lore of, like, the uh, – uh, wasn't it the, the Nuggets mascot uh, that, uh, that, that passed out coming down from the ceiling? Like, you'd remember that, or the moose for Seattle who broke his ankle against the wall, roller skating. So the, uh, we didn't need that. Uh, so uh, we weren't going to be pushed that far, and we had uh, cooler heads prevail, Michelle.
2: And, by the way, folks have to go to the, the the Fast Lane podcast brought to you by I Promise. You told a great story about a minor league mascot last week with Carmen Cowley, and people can find that on the Fast Lane podcast as well.
0: Yeah, that was a fun one, too. Yeah, you, you could go dig for it, but it was Muddy the Mudcat. Muddy the Mudcat, uh, just uh, he went too far, and the bullpen had had enough, and Carmen Cowley, uh, well, uh, let's just put it this way. Carmen Cowley, lefty reliever for the Cardinals, hard thrower, strong dude, uh, Carmen Callie was greeted after the game uh, by Muddy the Mudcat, head in hand, and two police officers.
2: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, BT, one quick thing before you go, and you're going to be on the call today with Danny Mack. Uh, your thought, thumbs up, thumbs down on woos at the end of games.
0: Look, I, um, I-, I got to tell you, it's uh, I'm not the biggest woo fan. But if you're going to come to the ballpark, you're going to spend your money, and you want to woo, then, then you woo, I guess. I got a lot of messages last night, guys, uh, texts, tweets, saying, will you please shut up the wooing people? got one tweet actually Do this. It was uh, directed to me, Danny Mack, and Bally Sports Midwest, and it said something to the effect of, if your people can't figure out how to stop the wooing in the crowd and mute that, I can't watch. Do you think our people are magicians? Like, they they, they could just magically, oh, let's get rid of the woos, but keep the crowd noise. Hey, it's what the people want. What are you guys at on the woos?
3: Big time negative, BT. Yeah, I'm not a woo guy either. From the perspective of me on my couch, it was very distracting and very annoying. Okay.
0: All right. No, it's fair. It's fair. I'd rather just hear, like, the cheering from the nine-run fifth inning the whole game. I, I like stuff like that. But that's the thing with the wooer. Maybe you guys can, uh, you know, throw out a-, a little signal here to the text line or to the mic droppers. One of the wooers is listening right now. You know they are. Like, who started that? Who's the one that, that gets in there at the ball game last night and says, I'm going to be the first woo, and this is going to catch on. Watch. Billy, I've had seven beers. Check this out. I'm going to woo. Like, who is doing it? You know, it's one person that's starting it. I want to find out who that is. And and you guys are, uh, it's your task now. We'll
2: find out.
3: Yeah, BT, try this on for size. I had tweeted this last night that the woo people must be identified and be forced to do a post game and explain themselves. And someone immediately responded saying, I know one of them and I'm embarrassed. So you're right. People are aware of the identity of the wooers, and they need to expose them.
0: I think it's like anything else in the world. Like, we know things that are okay out in public. We know things that are not okay out in public. But people are going to continue to do what people do unless others call them out. So uh, I'm not going to do it because, look, I, I want to make nothing but friends. Uh, but if you have uh, somebody that's wooing next to you, give them the, you don't have to say anything. Give them the stank eye if you want to. Like, like something yeah. to make them feel a little uncomfortable about the woo.
2: Definitely. BT, thanks for your time. We'll be watching today. Go Cards.
0: All right. Sounds good. You guys enjoy the rest of the show. And, uh, yeah,
2: let's pick up another winner. That was fun last night. That was awesome. Good job. See you, brother. Thanks. See you, guys. That's Brad Thompson. You can hear him afternoons, most afternoons in the fast lane, 2 to 6 on 101 ESPN. And, of course, he'll have Cardinal Baseball with Danny Mack this afternoon at 12.
1: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more
0: ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at Grifflesplasma.com.